I don't know if y'all have noticed this, but sometimes history is weird. We're going on a really strange journey together in this episode. It starts 173 years ago on a battlefield in Texas and ends in present-day Illinois. Welcome back to History Blurbs. Let's do this. The first thing you need to know is that the story revolves around Antonio Lopez de Santa Ana, but unlike most of my episodes, it's not a biography. If you're not familiar with Santa Ana, or perhaps have forgotten about him, the main thing you need to know is that he was a Mexican general who fought in the Texas Revolution. You may remember him as the winner of the Battle of the Alamo, or the loser of the Battle of San Jacinto. He did other things, too. You may know his name from the Mexican-American War, or you may know of his dozen or so non-consecutive terms as President of Mexico. At one point, he proclaimed himself the Napoleon of the West, but ended up being responsible for Mexico losing half its territory. He's also credited with helping to introduce chewing gum to the United States. But for the purposes of this episode, you really just need to know the part about the Texas Revolution. So, after losing that revolution, Mexico was conveniently ignoring requests to pay back money to France. Frankly, they had other things to deal with. Following their independence from Spain, Mexico saw a lot of rioting, looting, and street fighting between government forces and rebels. Obviously, looting and rioting tend to cause some property damage. In this case, that damage included a bakery close to Mexico City owned by a French pastry chef. The chef was demanding compensation for his destroyed property and being ignored by the Mexican government. So he told the French king. France demanded 600,000 pesos. 60,000 of which was supposedly for the bakery, even though it had been valued at less than a 1,000 pesos. Mexico basically told them to stuff it in their crepes. So the French navy started to block off their ports in the Gulf of Mexico. And then they started to bombard the port city of Veracruz, causing Mexico to officially declare war on France. Within days, the French raided the city and captured almost the entire Mexican navy. So Mexico turned to Santa Ana, who only a year before had returned home in disgrace after his defeat at the Battle of San Jacinto. He managed to organize enough of an army to drive the French back to their ships, but as he watched the retreat, French cannon fire shot his horse out from under him and severely wounded his left leg. The leg had to be amputated. With Santa Ana out of commission, Mexico was kind of out of options and ended up paying the money originally demanded, including the cost of the bakery. This whole affair is referred to as the Pastry War. Santa Ana buried his leg at his hacienda in Veracruz until the next time he became president, at which point he exhumed it and held a state funeral for his leg. Santa Ana was known to bring up the leg a lot to prove how much he had given to his country. There are even stories of him removing his prosthetic leg and holding it up before crowds. For its funeral, the leg was paraded into Mexico City in an ornate coach. The funeral included poetry, prayers, lofty speeches, and, of course, like you'd do for any limb, cannon salvos. The leg was reburied in a crystal vase beneath an elaborate monument, and it remains there today. A few years later, at the Battle of Cerro Gordo during the Mexican-American War, Santa Ana was surprised by troops from Illinois. He managed to escape, but left his prosthetic leg behind, along with his roasted chicken lunch. So, the Illinois 4th Infantry ate the chicken and took his leg. And that's how the cork and wood leg got where it is today, on display at the Illinois State Military Museum, and this became a point of contention between Texas and Illinois. Weirdly, there haven't really been any updates since 2016. Not really sure what else people have been focusing on. 
Regardless, the Dallas Morning News, the Chicago Tribune, and even the Washington Post ran stories about Santa Ana's leg when a group of college students from San Antonio traveled to Illinois on a 20-hour bus trip on a mission to ultimately repatriate the leg to Mexico. Illinois said no. Vehemently. And repeatedly. The Texas student's professor accused Illinois of fetishizing the leg and using it as a freak show exhibit. She said that since President Lincoln opposed the war, it didn't make sense to keep this artifact so close to his resting place. The professor suggested Illinois hold a vote and let its citizens decide whether to keep the leg or send it back to Mexico. Illinois said the leg was paid for with Illinois blood. It honors their soldiers and their service and was put in their public trust by their troops to keep it in perpetuity. The Illinois curator put it simply when he said, It's not going anywhere. 2016 wasn't the first time Texas was interested in the leg either. Two years earlier, there was a petition to the White House to display it at the San Jacinto Museum of History. Illinois declined this too. The Dallas Morning News reported in 2016 that there had been various attempts to get Illinois to share the leg for three decades. The problem, of course, is that Texas has never had any claim to the leg. French cannon fire damaged the real leg and Illinois captured the prosthetic, so why do we want it so badly? It might be that Santa Ana is such a huge part of our state's history. It might be that Illinois has said no so often. Regardless of the reason, Texans keep asking for a trade. A loan. A gift. To return the leg to Mexico. For Texas 1986 sesquicentennial. Or for a temporary museum display. An article from the San Antonio Express News even argued that the leg belongs in a museum adjacent to the Alamo. Going so far as to say... It's what Lincoln would have wanted. In response, the Chicago Tribune wrote, If Texas wants something from Illinois, we have some things we might be willing to spare. An Arctic day in February, say, or a corrupt alderman. And we're willing to offer a compromise on Santa Ana's leg. It can go to Texas. Anytime it wants to walk there. I hope you enjoyed this really bizarre story. It was a circus to research. If you did enjoy it, please share and consider supporting this podcast on Anchor so I can continue researching these really strange stories. And as always, thanks for listening.